Dive into real estate. What are you waiting for? Welcome to the Dive into Real Estate Investing for Newbies podcast, where you will learn some of the newest strategies and simple techniques to get into real estate investing. This podcast is about helping you take action and motivating you to dive into real estate for financial freedom. Now, your host, Cecil Rose. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Dive into Real Estate Investing for Newbies Podcast. I am your host, Cecil Rose. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. For those who hadn't subscribed to this podcast, we do come out every Monday with these podcasts. I'll actually have a link below uh, so you can go ahead on and click on that and subscribe. But we come out every Monday. Once you subscribe, you will get these podcasts every Monday. For those who have been tuning in, following me, look, I really appreciate um, people who have commented, encouraged. Uh, we've had dialogue about what's going on in their market and my market. And uh, I just appreciate that. Hopefully I'll continue to continue to put out more content and uh, deliver more uh, updated information that can hopefully help you with your real estate business. So today I wanted to, I'll be talking today uh, by myself. I'll be on the show, just sharing some things um, of what's coming up. Uh, for most of you, you know, I uh, specialize in pre-foreclosures and short sales. And today I wanted to talk about, um, is there a wave of foreclosures coming? Is there a wave of foreclosures coming? I want to talk about that because um, there are some, some, it's a lot of mixed messages out there. I'm not saying that anyone is wrong, but uh, I'm presently still doing short sales. I still pick them up. And uh, I think uh, it's a lot of changes that, that are going to happen. So uh, actually I wanted to, uh, share something just starting out just to share uh, briefly. Uh, so this is through um, dsnews.com. They put out a lot of information on uh, pre-foreclosures and foreclosures. Um, and they were saying, uh, and, and also the moratorium is, it was supposed to end in January, the end of January, 2021. Uh, they extended it to June 30th, 2021. Uh, that supposedly is when the foreclosure moratorium, now I'm talking about foreclosures um, that supposedly is about to end. But I wanted to just talk about this because I have uh, just different um, ideas of what I think is going to happen. Um, of course, right here, it talks about uh, the number of people, the CARES Act, uh, right here, say the numbers that show that one in every 12,182 U.S. housing units has had a foreclosure filing in February 2021. Utah, one in 3,883. Delaware, one in 5,219. Florida, one in 6,232 Illinois, one in 6,336, of course, my state, Louisiana, one in every 7,923 housing units, top the list of states with the highest foreclosure rates. 
so they say foreclosure starts increase in 29 states in February. That's up to 15% from last month, but down 78% from the previous years. Uh, right here, they say lenders repossess uh, 1,545 U.S. properties through completed foreclosures, REOs in February, an 8% increase from last month. So foreclosures are actually, um, in my opinion, they're going up. And I also was reading something about, um, over here, I was reading about the forbearances that, because right now, of course, with the moratorium, there is a lot of forbearances uh, and forbearances is people who have uh, postponed or signed up through these options with their lender to postpone uh, paying their mortgage until a later date. So people are saying that once that actually ends, um, there's there are going to be a lot of people that are going to lose their home. So. Um, this is what I've read, and, and this is this is from DS News too. They're saying that uh, as of February 16th, there are 2.69 million U.S. homeowners that remain in forbearance. 9.2 percent of the number representing FHA and VA mortgages. 3.2 representing uh, the government or Genie Mac mortgages, and 5.1 percent portfolio privately securitized mortgages. Now, what a lot of the forbearances are people who are not um, are able to prevent foreclosure, those are pretty much government-backed loans, uh, people with uh, FHA loans, Freddie Mac, Genie Mac, um, all these lenders are people have the option through the CARES Act to uh, prevent or, or be provided the option of doing a forbearance. Now, what I've seen most people with conventional loans or private loans, those are the people who are still getting foreclosed on. So, um, so once June 30th happens, people who are in forbearances, they're saying that these people uh, typically, we eventually get foreclosed on. Now, I think I think once or if we, that's still a big if, June thirtieth, because they may extend this moratorium where people still may be to be able to uh, prevent themselves from going in a foreclosure. This is what I think. I think that a lot of people are working on loan modifications. I think people who are in forbearances, people who are working and they have jobs, lenders are gonna look, or if they're not looking already at their financial situation, and if they're working, if they're making money, then they are going to provide a way where they can remodify that person's loan and help them keep that home. Now, will the will the remodification, uh, will the payments be something that the homeowner wants? I mean, you never know. And, and most people who are in modifications or in pre-modification, they hadn't been approved yet. So they're still being reviewed. Uh, and once that review come back, 
then um, it'll have where how much they will pay and how how long they will be in almost like a probation period of uh, making the payments or whatever the lender had agreed to them for that time. Now, a lot of people who have already filed loan modifications, uh, usually you can't file within, I think it's two years again. So that would actually eliminate those people from filing again. Um, so to answer the question, would there be a wave of foreclosures coming once this moratorium is actually ended and they lifted? Because you got you got um, a lot of people. I mean, you got I think two weeks ago they was talking about the CDC with the, the moratorium for the renters. And, you know, a lot of people can't get evicted because uh, the CDC saying if you evict these people, where are they going to go? They just going to pile up and that could spread uh, COVID. So for for the landlords and people who home own these homes who have mortgages, that's a big challenge for them because uh, you can't evict these people out. They're living in your home rent free and are you only getting partial payments? So that's a big challenge for a lot of these homeowners. Now there are some assistance that has been passed, but I mean, you're looking several months behind and a lot of these homeowners, uh, and I'm not saying everybody, it can be on both sides. Some people can't find jobs. Some people are not working, but people who probably could work, some people are just uh, taking advantage of the system. So, um, but if these landlords or people who own these homes have renters in them, they can't pay their mortgage, then they have to start dipping into their savings and they own, um, and they own, they have to start paying it themselves. They don't want to go in arrears. They don't want to have their credit messed up. And when you in forbearance, it still affects your, uh, well, the way they have it now, they're saying that it shouldn't affect your credit if you're in forbearance or it shouldn't be hitting your credit. Now, I don't think that's all over the board for people who are behind in default or doing a forbearance. It's, it's affecting their credit some type of way. It's, it's going to affect your credit. So if you're trying to refinance or go get something, then that is showing up on your credit. So with my experience doing short sales now, people helping people in pre-foreclosure, it's when lenders are sending out appraisals, they're sending out BPO agents to look at these homes. A lot of these homes are in good condition. So even if you think a wave of foreclosures are coming and they may be coming, you still will have to negotiate a short sale if, the, if this is what the homeowner chooses to do. And if they choose to do this, a lot of these homes people are staying in may be in good condition. A lot of them may not be in good condition, but most of them, a lot of homes I've been coming across, they're decent homes. They don't need a lot of work. And believe it, believe it or not, the appraisals have been coming back at market value. So it can be an advantage and it could be a disadvantage for a lot of people. Um, 
if you know how to do short sales is a good thing. But at the same time, you not you may not always get the value you're looking for for that home. So what what are you going to do then if you can't get the value you want um, for that home? Now, I'll, I outsource a lot of my short sales. Every now and then I may do one or two, um, but I outsource my short sales. And from my experience, even with doing them now, lenders uh, are trying to get market value for a lot of these short sales. Now, if the house needs work and repairs and yeah, they, they gonna take that in consideration, but they're still trying to get the highest market value that they can get. Am I telling you not to do short sale? I'm just saying, don't expect if the four, if this moratorium is lifted, it's going to be as easy as everybody say, or it's just going to be a whole bunch of uh, foreclosures and all that. No, lenders will still try and get the most they can out of these foreclosures, even if, even if they, you know, if they got to take it and put it on. And then now you got auction.com, you, you got Zoom, you got, you got all these um, auction sites lenders are just putting it out there on the market and just letting people bid on them. So you can actually get outbid it. Now you want to get to the homeowner first before they um, uh, list it with a real estate agent or, or uh, first before they is even put on a market. So you can at least work the short sale on it. But at the same time, you, you, they, the lender, they're going to do whatever they want to do at the end of the day. And if they feel like they can get a higher offer for the house, then they will. So it's good to be prepared. I'm not trying to sound negative, but I think first lenders are going to try and help these homeowners. If they got a job and they working, they're, they're going to try and help a homeowner keep them. I think the government is providing through the stimulus, through this plan, will provide a way where they can help the lenders help the homeowners try to keep these home at least do a loan modification. Now, if you're not working, you don't have a job, then you can't do a loan modification. It just won't work. And then on the other side of that, you got people that don't want to lose their home. So they'll file bankruptcy. So either way, if the wave before the wave come, a lot of people are going to try as many things as they can to either keep their homes, keep them going. Now, if that's a difference when you got a whole bunch of rental properties and you own Airbnbs. And yes, that may be different um, where you will have to do some type of short sale, something. Um, but those properties still may appraise or they still may want retail value for them. Either way, you need to be prepared for what's coming. Um, will they come as quick as everybody's saying it will come? I don't think so. But I know another way is maybe you want to do some type of creative financing with these homeowners uh, to pick up the property that way. And if it's a good, decent property and you know it could cash flow for you, why not do something like that? Why not creatively go in and present an option to the homeowner instead of them foreclosing, foreclosing, filing bankruptcy? You're actually helping them reinstate their loan, pay their note, 
you would take over the uh, take over the mortgage per se, and uh, get their credit back the way it needs to be. Who wouldn't want to do that, and and possibly put some money in their pocket? Not saying that you should do that or guarantee that, but you can help them um, by getting their credit back straight, and eventually they can buy another house. But if a, most homeowners that I'm coming across, they're at least 15, 20, 30, $40,000 behind. So will it be worth you reinstating a loan? It all depends if the house got equity in it. But if that house is in bad shape, need repairs, why would you spend more money on it? You might as well choose the option of doing the short sale because it'll take up, I mean, it wouldn't even be worth it. You can't even, you got to put too much money into it and resell it. So I would say to answer the question, will there be a lot of foreclosures coming? I think there will be foreclosures coming. Will there be a lot of foreclosures coming? Possibly, but before that happens, there will be more things to help people keep their homes. After this forbearance is, um, this moratorium is lifted, uh, people will have to figure out if they're not already trying to figure out, lenders, if they're not already trying to help homeowners. I had got a call from a homeowner the other day. Uh, then you have homeowners that they're not even taking the time out to call their lenders. They're not even taking the time out to say, hey, what do I need to do to remodify to get my I had one person call me uh they told me that the the the, the application uh they got a letter back saying that the application wasn't complete and i'm like well just call the lender and just say well what's wrong what why is my application not complete well i don't have time i'm working so i'm like well what's more important your house or work you you need a place to stay you mean to tell me you can't just tell whoever your boss or whatever you need to take care of this so i, I don't know i i mean that goes to show me that yes there will be some people that will have to deal uh these are situations you'll have to deal with and um because because most lenders they need information filled out if you don't have complete applications, information filled out all the way, missing one statement, something that's not filled out on that application correct, they will send it back. Matter of fact, the person that I was talking to, she was sending her payment in, 950. She told me that they were sending it right back. Got on the phone with her, got on the phone with her lender. The lender said they needed $20,000 to reinstate her loan they won't reinstate it until they get $20,000. So uh, she's trying to do a loan modification, didn't have the application filled out correctly. But when I got on the phone with her lender, took me about 10 minutes, the lender said, yeah, do this, do this, do that, that, and that, that's all you need. But she's in pre-modification. They still may come back and say, we can't qualify you for a modification. That's a possibility. So if they can't qualify you for that workout option, what are you going to do? You only have the deed and loop, come up with the 20,000 or most people, unfortunately, they just file bankruptcy because that's the only way to go to keep their home.
And then when they file bankruptcy, you already know with the trustee, with everything being consolidated, they file chapter 13 repayment plan. They wind up paying more money in the bankruptcy than they were paying before they filed bankruptcy. And then they wind up getting a bankruptcy and a foreclosure on a credit. So I hope that was enough information. At least be prepared. That's all I can say is be prepared. Uh, I know a lot of people saying there's a wave coming um, because of the economy. We put more out on stimulus. I think it was $1.9 trillion uh, to help the economy. So people are saying it needs to balance out. It's coming through taxes and uh, a lot of these money that's bailing people out. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's a lot of things. So, but that's just my opinion. As I'm just saying, I don't think it's going to be a lot of foreclosures, not at the beginning of what people are saying. People are going to try everything they can to keep their home and lenders will try everything to keep their home. If there's money that the government is giving out to help the lenders to build them up. So appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, thank you again. And hopefully I'll see y'all on the next podcast. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Dive Into Real Estate Investing for Newbies podcast at diveintorealestatefornewbies.com. 